One thing I hear over and over again when working with creative entrepreneurs is that selling feels icky or selling is hard. That changes today. Welcome to This or More, a wild entrepreneurial podcast adventure for bold and brave creatives like you. I'm Tiffany Knapper, your host, holistic business coach, corporate music industry dropout, a seasoned five-time multi-six-figure entrepreneur, yoga instructor, and your go-to gal for heart-to-heart coffee chats. On this show, we're not just here to share stories. We're here to ignite a fire within you and make you realize that the reality you envision is just the tip of the iceberg. You're wildly capable of achieving that reality and so much more. So my friends, grab your cup of inspiration, settle in, and let's dive into another inspiring episode of This or More. Hello, hello, I'm your host, Tiffany Knapper, and today we're diving into a crucial aspect of every business journey, sales calls. In the dynamic world of entrepreneurship, sales calls serve as the heartbeat of revenue generation. Picture this, okay? You've crafted an incredible product or service, but without effective sales calls, it's like having a masterpiece locked away in a vault. Today, we're not just talking about getting on Zoom calls or picking up the phone and making pitches. We're exploring the art and science behind turning conversations into conversions. Now, before I unveil my five game-changing tips for your next sales call, let's peek behind the curtain at some eye-opening statistics. Did you know 92% of all customer interactions happen over the phone? That's according to a study done by Salesforce. Now, that doesn't mean they're all sales calls, okay? Some of those calls could be you just picking up the phone and checking in with a previous client or customer. But it does mean that if you've been hiding behind your keyboard or your social media platform and you're not making as much money as you want to make in your business, the first place I'd have you look at is your phone and how little you're picking it up. Or in today's landscape, How often are you getting on Zoom calls with prospects? Here's another fun fact. 80% of sales require five follow-up calls. That's a study done by Scripted. And then 44% of salespeople, or in our case, right, business owners, we give up after one follow-up call or one follow-up email. So that means if you want to be more successful, the writing is on the wall, right? You need to get good at that follow-up as well. And then one more fun fact, if you call a lead in the first five minutes after they have submitted a web form, so let's say you have a form on your website that says, you want to work with me, fill out this form. If you call them within five minutes after they've submitted that web form, they're 100 times more likely to get on the phone with you. That is a study by Inside Sales. I know in this day and age, it can feel really scary to pick up the phone and call someone, but it is also what's going to set you apart from everybody else, okay? The numbers don't lie. Sales calls are far from dead. In fact, they are the linchpin of financial success in the entrepreneurial realm. So it's really high time you not only get good at it, but I want you to have fun doing it. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, a lot of business owners come to me believing they're not good at sales. And some of them even have a successful business, but they want to be more successful and they know their lack of confidence to fish beyond their current small pond is what's truly holding them back. 
you can only get so far relying on your current network before you really do have to become competent at your sales pitch and reach beyond. So as you listen, you may wonder whether you can or can't do what I'm going to share with you today. And that's a valid concern because what you're really wanting to know is, will it be easy for me? Will it work for me? Will I really be able to have fun hosting sales calls? Is she crazy? Am I really going to learn how to turn a maybe or a no into a yes? Am I really going to know how to follow up? I get it because I was once you. I was never taught how to sell in school. I have a journalism degree. So I thought I wasn't good at it, but in reality, I was just new to it. And selling is a skill that can be learned, just like dancing or making a matcha latte. And I learned how to do both of those things. I bet there are things in life that were once new to you and now you're an old pro at. The same can be true when you decide today to be really good at hosting sales calls. What changed for me was when I said, what would it take for me to be great at sales? Because I was sick and tired of feeling uncomfortable on those calls. And if you haven't heard me say it before, I'm a high achiever. And since you're listening to this podcast right now, I bet you are too. If you don't love selling, if you feel like you're not good at it, all you need is to practice. You need a coach, you need a strategy, and you need some regular time practicing this new skill. That's it. 2024 gets to be the year you fall in love with selling. 2024 gets to be the year that you pick up that phone with confidence and you can't wait to talk to that next person because you know exactly what to say and you know exactly how to determine if they're the right prospect for you and you know exactly how to close the deal. And it's all going to start by me giving you five sales call tips today. So grab a notebook and a pen if you're not driving because it's time for the main event. I'm about to share with you five invaluable tips that will transform your sales calls from mundane to magnetic. These are tips I have gathered along the way from business coaches, from sales experts, from lessons learned. And they're the five things that I think would have changed things for me 10, 15 years ago had I known them back then. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or you're just starting out on your journey, these insights are going to help you elevate your game. Tip number one is a game changer when it comes to making a lasting impression and building a genuine connection. Tip two is all about setting you up for success by creating a safe environment for the other person, a skill every entrepreneur and salesperson must hone. Our third tip is a secret weapon that's going to help you close more deals. And then tip four, we're going to explore how to instill trust and confidence. And finally, tip five is the piece de la resistance, tying it all together and ensuring that your sales calls don't end at goodbye. Now, one more thing before we dive in. Remember, your goal is to provide a solution to a problem. When you operate from a place of service, you're not convincing anyone to do anything. You're helping them do something they really want to do. And hopefully, they'll discover they really want to do it with you. So remember, what follows is just an outline. It's just tips and suggestions on how to structure your sales calls and what to include. But please guide every conversation with empathy and integrity to understand if you and that person are a good fit. Okay, now that we've gotten that straight, let's dive in. Tip number one is to connect. It might sound obvious, but try to go beyond the weather, okay? So when you first get on that phone call with them, 
How are you going to establish a connection? I always look my leads up on social media and the website before we hop on a call so that I can gather some information about them. Where do they live? Does it look like they have a family or a pet? Where are they in their journey? Do I really love their aesthetic? Do I love their home uh, office? Like what can I find out about them? I also ask a few questions on my intake form. So that helped me guide and, and come up with that connection. So for example, I asked them how they found out about me because knowing if a previous client or a, fr- or a friend referred them to me, that's a great conversation starter. That's a great way to create a connection. I might say to them, so how do you know so-and-so? I see that's how you found me. And then there we are. We've established a connection. So try to go beyond the weather. Really Ask, come up with a couple of questions you can ask that allow you to get to know the person and show them you're interested in who they are as a human being. Step number two, tip number two is to establish gentle authority. Here's what I mean by that. They want to speak with you because they see you as an expert in something that they clearly don't find themselves to be an expert in right? Whether that be you're a graphic designer and they're not good at graphic design or whether that be you're a health coach and they want to improve their health or whether that be that you're a business coach like me and they want to grow their business, whatever it is, they want to speak with you because they see you as someone who knows more about that thing than they do. So your job when they get on the phone or when you get on the phone with them is to be the guide, establish gentle authority, make them feel at ease by giving them an understanding of what they can expect on that call. It's going to make them feel more relaxed and more comfortable when they have an understanding right away of the structure of the call, what's going to go down. Otherwise, they might be kind of nervous because they're like, oh, I don't really know what to expect. I don't know how this is going to go. Break that ner- nervous energy right away. And here's how you do that. You're going to say something like this. On today's call, I'm going to fill in the blank. So that might be, on today's call, I'm going to ask you a few questions to get a better understanding of where you are in your health journey. And then once I have a better understanding of what you've tried so far and what your needs are, I'll share how I think I can help. And then you can answer any questions you might have for me. Sound good? And then they're going to say, yes, sounds great. Okay, you want to get consent from them to move forward. And again, you want to just create a level of peace for them because they're like, oh, I don't have to worry anymore about what's about to happen. She just told me what's about to happen. And what you do in that instance is you create some trust because she goes, oh, she's my guide. She's got me. I can relax. So establish gentle authority. That is step number two. Tip number three, listen more than you speak. We hear this a lot, but it cannot be overstated. It cannot be missed. I want you to ask questions and then I want you to stop talking. This is not a back and forth like you're having coffee with a best friend catch up. This is you intentionally listening to find out what that person needs and if you can serve them. And the best way to do that is to ask questions and then stop talking. This is also going to make them feel truly seen and heard 
And then as I mentioned, it's a chance for you to gather the information that you need to see if this is truly an aligned fit. Just like any relationship, this is a two-way street. And not everyone who asks to speak with you or who picks up the phone is going to be the perfect fit. If you think they are, you're probably not being diligent enough in your screening processes, or you're probably extending past your own boundaries and trying to do too much for too many people, usually out of a scarcity mindset. Not everyone is going to be for you, and that is okay. That's normal. So listen more than you speak. So it's really, really important that you start practicing today listening more than you speak. And when you do chime in, it's simply to mirror something that they said, establish that you heard them and that you, you want to make sure that you heard them correctly, and then ask them another question. Attention entrepreneurs, are you ready to supercharge your sales game and make 2024 your most abundant year yet? I want you to join my exclusive six-week program, Make That Money Honey. Doors are open right now and we're kicking off this transformative journey on January 24th. You're going to gain my entire selling toolkit with day-by-day instructions, email templates, swipe files, sales call tools, and more. Plus, we do it all together in lockstep and there are prizes along the way. Master the art of selling with confidence and watch your revenue soar. So don't miss out. Secure your spot today at tiffanynapper.com or you can find the link right here in the show notes. Let's turn your six-figure business dreams into a reality. Okay, back to our tips for hosting a sales call with confidence. We're on tip number four. I want you to paint the picture of a better tomorrow. So this is where you start to focus on the benefits, not the details of your offer. When they tell you what they're struggling with or what they want to accomplish, and it is your time to talk now, I want you to paint the picture of a better tomorrow. So this could look like For example, they said to you, you know, I just really, I don't want to think about what I'm going to eat anymore every day. I don't want to worry about how I'm going to get my protein in. I don't want to have to think about if I'm doing the right type of movement or how to shop for my groceries. I really just want that to all be taken care of for me. I want to know exactly how to move my body, nourish my body, and I want to know that I've got some guidance along the way. So now your turn as you paint a picture of a better tomorrow is to say this to them. Let's say, obviously, I'm using the example of you're some sort of a health coach, right? So you're going to say to them, great. So if I'm hearing you correctly, you want to feel really relaxed and at ease around your grocery shopping, your meals, how to nourish your body, and what movement is actually going to be best for you at this stage in your life. And when I did this with so-and-so, and and you're going to use a previous client that you've worked with, that's exactly what she was wanting too. And that's exactly what we did. At the end of our three months together, she knew exactly what to put in her grocery cart every Sunday. She knew exactly how to create her meals to hit her protein goals without having to stress about it. And she really had fallen in love with her fitness routine. And it wasn't something that felt like it took, you know, hours and hours out of her day. So that's exactly what I can do for you as well. Does that sound good? 
We're painting the picture of a better tomorrow. Let me give you one more example. I'm going to use myself as an example because that's really easy for me. You come to me, let's say, for example, and you have a business and you're doing decent, but you really want to hit six figures or you want to grow to multiple six figures. So I might say to you, Okay, so I'm hearing you and it sounds like it's a lead generation problem. You've got, you know, you've got testimonies that show that you're great at what you do. You're a fabulous graphic designer and that's clear, but you don't have enough leads coming in the door. And maybe it also sounds like we need to look at your packages and make sure that you're really setting yourself up for long-term success. Are you charging enough? Have you made that package feel like a no-brainer for them? And have you made it feel really fun for you? So when I worked with Susie, she was in a very similar position as you are right now. And at the end of our term together, she had three beautiful packages that she could sell that were at a really high a high price point, but high value as well. And she had a pipeline filled with dream clients and As a result, she also had started to learn how to really close those deals with a lot of ease. So we had hit her 15K a month revenue goals easily. We were scaling on our way to 20. Her pipeline was full and she was really competent in her three offers. She didn't feel like she was trying to do everything for everybody. So she was finally able to scale, which is what she was looking for. Sounds like that's something you're looking for too. Does that sound right? So we're painting this picture of a better tomorrow, and I'm weaving in a previous client story to show them that I've done that before, right? So by all means, if you don't have a previous client story to weave in, use your own. But by all means, weave in somebody else's story to prove to them that a better picture could be in their future, and you've done that with someone before. You can give them that clear, crystal clear photo by showing them how you've done that with someone else. Of course, we don't want to give away too many details. So keep those private details of a previous client private, right? Don't give away the full name if you don't have permission to do so. Keep that a little bit generic, but yet show them that a better tomorrow exists and you've done that before. You've seen that better tomorrow come into full focus. Now, tip number five, I want you to invite them into your offering. This is the most important one, okay? It can be so easy to end a call and they're like, okay, let me think about it. Or, oh yeah, that does sound good. And then you're like, shoot, I don't know what to do next. Here's exactly what you do next, okay? So you've just painted that picture of a better tomorrow and you've said, does that sound about right? Does that sound about what, does that sound like what you're looking for? And they're going to say, Absolutely. You nailed it. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Great. I suggest we insert the offering that you think is the best way that you can serve them. If you have a couple of offers and you've listened to them well, you'll know what offering is best for them. And you can insert it right here with confidence. I suggest we start with my expansion program. We're going to work together for six weeks two hours every week. So we're really going to get in there and I'm going to get into the nitty gritty of your business. And this is going to allow us to make a lot of progress in a short amount of time. The, the investment for my expansion program is X amount of dollars and we can get started on X date or the week of X. I can also offer a payment plan if you like. Does that sound good to you? I just invited them into that container. Let me go back and use the graphic designer example. So you ask them, does that sound about right? Does that sound about what you're looking for? And they said, yes, exactly. That's exactly what I need right now. 
Great. I suggest with my, insert the name of your branding package. In that package, I can do X, Y, and Z, the three things you've established that they want and that you can do for them. That package investment is $5,000. We can start in two weeks. I do offer a payment plan. I do require a deposit of X amount of dollars to hold your spot. Does that sound good to you? Another way you can invite them into the container is you can say, I suggest this. The investment is this. We could start on this day or this day, which one works better for you? Or we could start this week or this week or this month or this month, which one is better for you? And then that pause is crucial. So does that sound good to you? Or which one is better for you? What date is better for you? Question mark. Do not start jibber jabbering and fill that in with nervous energy. Let them respond because here's what's going to happen. They're either going to say, yeah, that sounds great. Or, you know, I can't do that date, but I could do this date or something that's going to help you know where to navigate and take that conversation next. Remember, this is just a conversation. It's not that scary. Or they're going to say, I don't know. I've got a couple more questions. Can you answer a few more questions for me? And then you're going to answer those questions because you're going to know the answers. They're about your offering or the way you, you work with someone. Or they might even say to you, actually, it does sound great. I do need to check with my budget or I need to talk to my partner. Whatever they say, trust that you will know how to respond. But do not fill this void right here with nervous energy. Let them respond. The only way you'll know where they truly sit right now and if they're really ready to move forward with you or not is if you let them answer. Let them respond. So again, if they say, oh, I'm not sure, or if there's any other objections that come to the table at the end of this conversation, anything other than yes, send me the invoice or send me the contract, then you can say to them, okay, I'd love to answer any other questions you might have while we're on this call. Let's use this time wisely. I want you to walk away from this call having all of the information you need to make the best decision for you. So where can I provide some more clarity? Or What are your current doubts or concerns that are going through your mind? And then let them speak again and answer their questions without being pushy. I just want you to stand behind what you know you can provide for them. Because at this stage, I'm assuming because you've made them an offer, you've determined determined they are an ideal client. So now all you get to do is listen. They're a human being just like you. They have limiting beliefs just like you. They're going to have things going through their head that tell them they're not capable or they can't do this or they don't don't deserve this that have nothing to do with you. Listen. Answer their questions. Be that gentle authority. Guide them if you think this is the right next step for them. Okay? And then if they're still not ready to commit, my favorite way to end a sales call is to say, great. Okay, so if I've answered all of your questions... Uh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow up with you. I'm going to send you an email right now. I'm going to outline everything we just discussed because I'm a visual learner. You might be as well. You might want to see it on paper. I'm going to give you a proposal and a contract. If you decide you're ready to move forward, it'll be really easy for you to just sign that contract and we'll be off. If you have more questions, I will check in with you again in 48 hours. I'll give you a call on Tuesday and just see how you're feeling. Answer any other questions that may have come up for you. Sound good? And most likely they'll say, oh, that sounds great. Thank you so much. I, you know, I look forward to that email. And now the follow-up is in your hands, right? Because not everyone's going to be able to say yes right there on the call. But a, a no not right now is not a no forever. 
Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. Now that I've shared with you the five tips to help you master your sales call and lead your next sales call with confidence and grace, I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving or walking, of course, and picture this. It's six months from today. You've mastered everything I shared with you. You started picking up the phone more regularly, regularly. And when you did, you closed more deals than ever before. You guided each conversation with such grace and gentle authority and confidence. And you've been landing dream clients left and right. The, the kind of people who need exactly what you offer and the kind of people who pay in full. Okay, 20 new high value contracts have been signed. You've cultivated relationships and you're making a positive impact. You're wealthier than you've ever been. You're more relaxed than you've ever been. You're more confident in your ability to grow your business than you've ever been. You are lit up and at peace. What are you going to do now that you have all this extra time on your hands because you're not out there spinning your wheels trying all the different things to get that next lead. You know exactly how to generate more revenue. What are you going to do? Are you going to go on more walks for your mental health? Are you going to go on a trip with your family or your partner? Are you going to pay off that debt that's been bringing you down so that you can finally feel more free? Are you going to write a book or volunteer for a charity? What are you going to do now that you have extra time on your hands and now that you have extra money in the bank? Because we've got a big problem here if we don't figure out what wonderful thing you do now that you have all of this extra time and money. Because I don't want you to make more money and then what? Just keep hustling to make more money? I don't want you to be like, I want to make $10,000 a month. And then you make $10,000 and you're, okay, I want to make $20K a month. Okay, now I want to make $30K. Okay, now I want to have a six-figure month. I don't want you to just keep moving the goalpost for the sake of hitting and moving the goalpost. It's the goal beyond the goal that we're going for. And nailing your sales calls is just the beginning. I want you to be more abundant so that you can live an even more beautiful life. So what are your higher pursuits? Because if we're not careful, we may mistake the means for the end. Listen, I am a holistic business coach. That term holistic is important to me. I'm not here to just teach you how to make money, 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 money. Do I want you to be wealthy AF? Absolutely. Do I also want you to be living a life that lights you up? Do I want to make sure you're not hustling and putting money before everything else in life? And as a result, your health and your well-being and your relationships suffer? Oh my gosh, yes. It is so important to me that you're not only financially free, but you're also really comfortable and confident about the life you're living and you're not sacrificing your health, your well-being, your relationships for a monetary goal. So if we're not careful, we could mistake the means for the end and that would be a disaster in my humble opinion. So there you have it, fellow entrepreneurs. Those are my five game-changing tips to revolutionize your sales calls and take your business to unprecedented heights. When you are comfortable and confident picking up the phone or hopping on that Zoom call, I promise you, it will be like a tidal wave of change in your business. 
So remember, in the world of entrepreneurship, every conversation is an opportunity and every call is a chance to make a lasting impact and to create a lifelong relationship. Before we wrap up, I want to remind you that success favors the proactive. So if you're ready to finally learn how to love selling, if you're ready to ditch the Instagram hamster wheel and all of the things that you keep trying to do to find that next lead, if you really and truly want to learn how to grow your business without needing Instagram, without needing email lists, without having to create another lead magnet, don't miss your chance to join my six-week sales accelerator program, Make That Money Honey. I don't hold anything back. It's a 30-day step-by-step challenge that we do together in addition to all of the workshops and coaching sessions that I'm going to lead you through, the guest experts I'm going to invite you to get to know that are going to teach you tools and skills that will last a lifetime. The doors are open now. We kick off January 24th. Visit the link in the show notes to secure your spot and catapult your sales success, not just now, but forever. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of This or More. If you found value in today's episode, please don't forget to subscribe, to rate, to leave a review, to share on social media and tag me. Your feedback fuels my mission to help 10,000 women within the next three years reach six figures in their business. So as always, stay inspired, stay motivated, stay hydrated, and remember that this or more is in your future.